Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Light of the Body. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today so hungry for what you have, Father. We can't get enough of what you have because you are truth and you are goodness and mercy, Father. So we thank you for what you're about to reveal to us today, Father. We come ready to put it to use in our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about the light of the body. We're going to see that the light of the body is our eyes. It is so important what we look at and what we focus on. Let's start today in Matthew 6, and 23 in the New Life Bible. 22, Jesus said, the eye is the light of the body. If your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Folks, so the eye is the light of the body. 23, if your eye is bad, your whole body will be dark. If the light in you is dark, how dark it will be. Now, Matthew 6, 22 in the Message Bible, your eyes are windows into your body. If you open your eyes wide in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. If you live squinty-eyed in greed and distrust, your body is a musty cellar. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. My friends, our eyes are windows. What we let come through our windows, our eyes, has a major effect on our lives. Now, Matthew 6, and 23 in the New King James. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good or clear or healthy, your whole body will be full of light. 23, but if your eye is bad or evil or unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Folks, if our eye is good, clear, and healthy, our whole body will be full of light. Now let's talk about a few things that happened when people in the Bible looked with their eyes at the wrong things. Genesis 39, 7 in the Amplified. Then after a time, his master's wife looked at Joseph with desire, and she said, Lie with me. Folks, you know this wasn't the first time that Potiphar's wife looked with her eyes on Joseph with wrong desires. Genesis 19.26 in the Amplified, But Lot's wife from behind him foolishly, longingly looked back toward Sodom in an act of disobedience, and she became a pillar of salt. My friends, Lot's wife was in disobedience to what God told her through his angel in verse 17. Folks, we are not to look back longingly after sin and desire to go back to that life. What we look at and focus on is so critical. In fact, Luke 17, Jesus referred to Lot's wife and making it to heaven versus hell. Let's read that. Luke 17, verses 30 through 34 in the Amplified. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. 31, on that day, whoever is on the housetop with his belongings in the house must not come down and go inside and take them out. And likewise, whoever is in the field must not turn back. 32, remember what happened to Lot's wife when she looked back. 33, whoever seeks to save his life will eventually lose it through death, and whoever loses his life in this world will keep it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. 
34. I tell you, on that night when Messiah comes again, there will be two sleeping in one bed. The one, the non-believer, will be taken away in judgment, and the other, the believer, will be left. Folks, the focus on what our eyes see and our heart follows needs to be squarely focused on God and godly things, not the world and its things and desires. But thankfully, God is merciful if we repent. Now let's read 2 Samuel 11, verses 1 through 4 in the Amplified. Bathsheba, David's great sin. 1. Then it happened in the spring, at the time when the kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all the fighting men of Israel, and they destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabah. But David remained in Jerusalem. My friends, so David should have been out working instead of having this idle time. That is one of the great dangers in our current society. The government, with their human wisdom, pays people to stay home and not work. It is idle time and it is of the devil. Two, one evening David got up from his couch and was walking on the flat roof of the king's palace. And from there he saw a woman bathing and she was very beautiful in appearance. Folks, the eyes were the start of this problem for David. Three, David sent word and inquired about the woman. Someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite? My friends, notice after using his eyes for the wrong thing, then David took the wrong actions. Four, David sent messengers and took her, and when she came to him, he lay with her. Folks, do you see the sequence here? First, the decision to use the eyes in an improper way, then sinful thoughts and desires, and then the actions. This is such a great example for us, as 1 Samuel 13, 14 says that God said that David was a man after his own heart. If it can happen to David, it can happen to us. Matthew 5, 28 and 29 in the New King James. But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 29. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. My friends, as we know, just looking at the wrong things is a sin. Verse 28 in the Message Bible says, Your heart can be corrupted by lust even quicker than your body. Those leering looks you think nobody notices, they also corrupt. Folks, that passage pretty much speaks for itself. Proverbs 27.20 in the New King James, Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of a man are never satisfied. My friends, the sins of the eyes are like any sin. And that is that sin is never satisfied. It produces more desire to sin, an unquenchable desire for more sin and more sin. So folks, what can we do to keep our eyes in control? Job 31.1 in the Amplified Bible, I dictated a covenant or an agreement to my eyes. How then could I look lustfully upon a girl? So folks, Job had a covenant. And if we are born again, We are in covenant with God to put our body under. We've been bought with a price, including our eyes. We are not our own anymore if we are saved. Psalm 101.3 in the New King James. I will set nothing wicked or worthless before my eyes. Other Bible versions say, I will refuse to look at anything vile or vulgar. I will refuse to take a second look. And I will not look 
with approval. Colossians 3, verses 2 through 6, the New King James. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. So my friends, we put to death our members, including our eyes, and set our minds on things above, not things on the earth. In closing today in Philippians 4, 8, and 9 in the New King James, meditate on these things. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Nine things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Folks, we can all choose to meditate and look upon things that are true and noble and just and pure and lovely and of a good report. This is pleasing to God and gives us peace. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful you are a good, merciful God. We repent when we've missed you, Lord, and put our eyes on the wrong things, Father. Thank you for your mercy and your blood. Father, just cleanse us, Father. We choose to press forward, Father, and to do things that glorify you, Father, to be a bright light in this dark world. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.